AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, Brett Johnson with you here on a Tuesday afternoon. And as usual on Tuesdays, we're joined by one of the great writers over at the Minnesota Reformer, great resource for the latest in Minnesota news and politics over at minnesotareformer.com. As today, we are going to be speaking with Dina Winter of the Minnesota Reformer. as She had the chance over the past few days to shadow Mike Lindell of MyPillow and learn a little bit more about who he actually is, how he does business, and what is thoughts are on all these conspiracy election theories that he's been uh, posting for the pet or that he's been at least pushing for the past few years so we're going to be talking about all of that today dina thanks so much for coming on the show you bet absolutely so my first question is in regards to when you were able to shadow mike lindell how were you able to set this up because i'm curious was he receptive to this did it take some you know um arm tugging to say hey well maybe this could be something you know that could be worth doing for our readers or was he pretty overall receptive to the idea of having you kind of shadow him for a few days yeah he was um receptive right away um he's always been pretty good about answering the phone when reporters call and he told me at one point during the course of the two days that he every journalist in america has a cell phone number so (laughs) I didn't feel special anymore at that point, but, um, but it, you know, even though he's, he's sort of held a grudge against me for years because he, he didn't like a story I wrote when I was at the Shakopee Valley News um, about layoffs, and he's always remembered that, even though I've now, now moved on to the Reformer and so on, but um, every time I call him, he remembers right away who I am, <laughs> I always think he'll forget but he doesn't, and he'll always give me grief about that. Like, seriously, he's not joking. Um, So I didn't really think he would do it, but um, right away he said yes and, you know, was very accommodating from start to finish. So... Well, that's absolutely wild, yeah. He's going back to your days of writing for the local Chaska newspaper, a, a negative article that he still <laughs> yeah, holds some grudges against with that. But yeah, as you said, he still was yeah. able and willing to conduct the interview, which kind of goes into my next question, because I always get the image, and I'm sure lots of other folks do, that Lindell is someone who's sitting in some dark office scouring the dark web for election conspiracy theories while calling into obscure media and podcast shows. But really, he seems like the type of of guy who is busy and moving at 100 miles an hour 24-7 a day, at least from what I read in the article. He is a fast-moving guy and willing just to talk about, willing to talk to just about anyone. Yeah, I mean, I think it seems like part of his strategy is, you know, once he figured out way back in like 2014, I think it was, that, you know, he started doing these appearances on media and his sales really shot up. And he would do these appearances with with various media outlets. And then he would always give a promo code. And that really launched his company. And so I think that perhaps, you know, dating back to those days, he he really knows how to use uh, the media. The media is a launching pad for sales. And that, because that really worked for him. And so I feel like that, so part of the reason he's always willing to talk to reporters, um, even though even though he doesn't consider uh, friendly to him or that he thinks are conservative enough, you know. I mean, I can't tell you how many times during the course of the two days he <laughs> referred to the horrible media or, you know, <laughs> made derogatory comments about the media, you know, right in front of me. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he – I don't even know, frankly, why – he agreed to do it because we're just you know we're just online and we're 
were were not his favorite or anything. So, um, but I'm glad he did because I just wanted to kind of get to know him better and get to see him what he's really like. Well, and going again on that point that he's a very entrepreneurial person, you had a chance to also speak with former Chaska Mayor Bob Repke, who made some interesting comments about Lindell, talking about how he is very much all about selling his business and also, well, being all about his employees, which again kind of goes in the face of what we often think about him publicly, is that he he does seem to be very employee-minded and have that very entrepreneurial attitude, and that's, again, kind of what the former Chaska Mayor Bob Repke was saying about him. Yeah, um, even though he he ended up leaving the board of directors, um, he said, uh, and he, you know, largely over Lindell's political involvement and his, uh, you know, fondness for President Trump. And uh, Bob said he left, you know, largely over that. But he really had overall good things to say about Mike. You know that that he really is. A, involved in every aspect of the business down to granular stuff, which is what I saw and that he really does care about his employees um, in terms of like, you know, they talked about automation at one point and Mike was just not going to hear it, wasn't going to have it because he wanted to keep employing people. And, um, you know, some of the employees that, that I talked to were, of the same mind, you know, one of the women I talked to working out there, like five of her family members work there and a couple more used to. And, you know, they, those that work there really are true believers in a way, not, not necessarily religiously, but, um, in him. So, so yeah, I mean, he's, uh, like she said, you have to, you don't have to embrace all his beliefs, religious and political, but you just have to embrace who he is. To work there but um yeah bob had good things to say about him overall as a businessman even though he disagrees with them politically i think so what do his employees exactly think about his political beliefs because while he seems very dedicated to his employees he's still out there pushing these election conspiracy theories that are well costing his company lots of money and potentially even putting job security on the line for some of his employees so i'm curious what they're thinking about his foray into politics do they have any positive or negative feelings or what were your overall kind of sense when you had a chance to speak to a number of people who work for my pillow um, you know, I think I feel like the ones that I talked to were were mostly he was surrounded by the upper level people. His son was one of them, and then you know his CFO, his chief marketing officer, really the high level people. And I don't feel like they're going to say anything negative to me <laughs> necessarily. Yeah, it's but, a good point. Yeah, it's their um, boss. Yes, <laughs> but uh, you know, and and I and and I, I don't know that most of them would say anything public, you know, publicly. Uh, but that's really something I wondered about and I tried to get uh, out of them some, you know, thoughts on that matter, but, um, they kind of, they kind of, uh, they didn't really say much about that. I, I think that the sense I got was that it's not as though, you know, he's a really religious man and he really has super strong feelings about all these political issues and election issues, but they didn't give me the impression that they necessarily all feel like they need to feel that way. And so I do think it's probably causing some pressure because um, 
you know, so much of the day gets caught up in election stuff and political stuff. And really that has, that sh- you wouldn't think that would have anything to do with running a business like that, but it's just such a big part of him and, and his day. Uh, you know, I did sense some frustration at one point, uh, an employee was in the hallway, like rubbing her temples, <laughs> like looked like in frustration, you know? So I do think that it probably causes some consternation. I mean, he has, according to him, they've lost, they've lost a lot of money in the last few years. I and mean, I think he said hundreds of millions of dollars since uh, all these companies dropped them. So I can't imagine that it's, you know, going over really great with everyone, but they weren't, you know, they weren't uh, criticizing him. Yeah. Did you get a sense of how the company is doing financially? Obviously, it's a privately held company, so we don't have access to the typical information a publicly held company would have. But I I am curious how they're doing with all of the big retailers that dropped him, because this kind of goes to an excerpt that you have in the article where you talk about how he was uh, debating which bills to play with, I believe, his controller of the company. And yeah, that's usually not a good sign if you're kind of sitting there thinking, well, we need to pay this bill and maybe hold off on that one. So I'm curious what your sense is in terms of how the company is doing right now. I mean, that's sort of been something I've also been wondering about for a while now, like ever since he really got involved, really, is like how has it impacted the company? Because we really, as a private company, it's so hard to figure that out. But uh, so that I wanted to try to figure out more about that. Um, but And you're right, like as soon as I got there, pretty much, he got into a conversation with, I think, his controller about, um, you know, kind of how much money do we have? And, and then it, and then which bills they should pay. And, and I was surprised he was just doing that right in front of me, you know, and wasn't trying to really cover it up or anything. Um, sounded very much to me like they're juggling bills, you know, and lo- talking about loans and so on. He's pretty, so he's, he's pretty open about all that. He talks about how American Express uh, dropped him at one point and they had to use credit cards to get by. And, um, I definitely got the sense that there's some pressure there. Um, as you know, you may know, he, you know, his lawyers in, in uh, the defamation lawsuit, he's battling, uh, said he's not been paying them. Uh, he personally, um, and he and my pillow have dropped that, that firm, uh, consequently. So I, I, and, and he says, it costs the company hundreds of millions of dollars. So, but he, but then he'll sometimes also contradict himself and in a way like, you know, maybe it's hard for him to, in a way it's like your instinct is to also make it sound like, but we're coming back and things are getting better, you know? Um, So sometimes it would feel like contradiction, you know, like especially toward the end of the time, you know, I've had, and, and even since then in talking by text and on the phone he's he's making it sound like things are going really well that they they launched a big um campaign around the holidays and it's really doing well so it's kind of hard to know exactly (laughs) you get conflicting stories but i do definitely think there's pressure and of course these lawsuits could could really wipe them out but we'll see yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure you're getting yeah, some of that sales speak in there, too, since he uh, certainly seems like a born salesman, so yeah, you're probably getting some yeah. of that in there, too, as you were, as yeah, you're, you're certainly saying. Uh, last question for you here, and it, it, 
Does he seem to have any regrets for going through with these conspiracy theories? Did you ever get a sense that maybe he's having some second thoughts, thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't have done this? Or does he really seem all in on trying to continue pushing these election conspiracy theories, even though it is it does look like it is uh, doing serious harm to my pillow? I don't think so. I don't. If he does, he did not, you know, vocalize them. He is very firm on that. He's, you know, he's a, he's a born again Christian. He's very strong religious beliefs. He believes that this is what God wants him to do, and this is, and he's going to do it. And I didn't. I've never really seen him waver from that. Um, whether it's going to work out in the end, I mean, he and his wife believe. I think they believe it is going to. I got to meet his wife, and they just got married in the spring. And she was very resolute, too, that this is what they believe God wants you to do, and God's going to win in the end. So I think it's it's more than just a personal belief. It's a religious belief, and he's going to stick to it to the very end, however that may end. We've been speaking with Dina Winter of the Minnesota Reformer and encourage you to check out her article where she had a chance to follow Mike Lindell for a few days to learn a little bit more about him. We just had a chance to scratch the surface, but encourage you to check that out. It's titled, Mike Lindell's Conspiracy-Fueled Pillow Company Fights to Survive His Election Obsession. You can find that over at minnesotareformer.com. Again, that is at minnesotareformer.com. Dina, really appreciate you joining on joining me on the show today. It's a fascinating article, and hopefully uh, people go and check it out all right thank you so much all right let's take a break and send things back over to matt mcneil on am 950 